0: Previously on Live at 605. I did like 10. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Ew! Why'd you laugh like that? I did have John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 17, episode 2 Jeez
1: Louise. of Live at
0: 605. And it is a very hot, muggy, uh, Labor Day weekend. Yes. We're trying to record as much of these as possible before we actually start the season. Yep. Just because as you'll hear on uh, this episode or maybe next episode, you've had a bit of a busy travel (laughs) season, which doesn't seem like it'll be ending. You've got some more destinations you're going to be traveling off to, which is exciting.
1: And potentially we traveling off to. If we do any mini road trips. Road trips? Sneak attack.
0: What, in a zip car or an Uber? Never! Oh, you mean in our new car? In
1: our brand new car! In our brand
0: new used car. <laughs> exactly. So, why don't you give out your contact information?
1: So, if you guys want to check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, uh, definitely go to my Instagram. It's Val Gomez 23
0: And you have a good week on there?
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely, um, whatchamacallit, you you'll see all different pick collages from... The season's episodes and as we keep catching up i'll do more insta stories for what you can see in between the pic collages
0: yeah you can follow me on twitter and instagram i'm at Malin camp i think we mentioned it last week we talked about me getting the telly award finally yes. coming yeah because that was a sponsorship so if you go on instagram you'll see the actual picture Woo-hoo! of everything there which is cool and then i've uh, shown it to some people and everything i'm just trying to see if i have any good uh, it is
1: the gold standard now
0: exactly uh, uh. but if you go to my Twitter you'll see such great tweets as King of the Road is easily the most entertaining show on TV
1: to you and Kim yes <laughs>
0: but Shane Smith the creator of Iceland I put him in it and he liked my tweet
1: Ooh, so you mean his intern liked your tweet no, that's, that is that is his official Instagram, <laughs> right. Shane Smith. He's Canadian too. I know, I know.
0: And one of the other founders of Vice Land is from Canada. He actually went to early really? High School. Really? Oh yeah, I do mate. remember this. But apparently, he's some like alt-right uh, crazy uh, uh, person now. So I don't associate with any of his shit. Oh okay. He started some weird like militia or something. Ew. Anyways, that's enough uh, politics for one week. <laughs>
1: yeah. We have an action-packed episode. So because last week was all about the cottage kids and catching you up on what we did on a random uh, weekend in July post going to uh, Austin for the first time, this week we're trying to like condense probably like three weeks of adventures into one where uh, like a whole multitude of craziness and like fun things, musical things, new chapter things, everything happened. Yeah, I'm two a, new chapter things.
0: What are the two new chapters? We'll
1: read the list.
0: Okay, because I was going to say two well, two things. We did something completely different. Usually I just write down the list of jot yeah. notes of things we're going to talk about.
1: Which is usually all things pertaining to John, where oh. I, I end up being a secondary participant. How, how many
0: episodes have been This just is an episode where
1: I went to the hallway and I saw a spider and I. And ended you know what up up that spider f- did? was what? It
0: bit my ear and it blew up like a yeah pomeran. Yeah. It's a true.
1: pomegranate? I was trying to think of
0: pumpkin i couldn't think of the word i have a spider story one time i slept on the floor and it bit my ear and it blew up ew why are you sleeping on the floor i don't know
1: okay so, anyway, but, we do have no, an action pack. Uh, what
0: I was going to say is you actually wrote out the list. And mm-hmm. what the first thing that was concerning to me was I thought you folded it and put your water on top of it. Why
1: would I do that? I made a coaster.
0: I thought that was the list. No. But I realized the list is here. But since you wrote the list, you have to actually steer the ship. You have to I'll hold the list. I'll
1: steer it. I'll hold it.
0: And you kind of navigate I'm driver. Through. You're the driver. You've driven this boat a few times. Absolutely. But this is the first time you've made your notes. Yes. But uh, what do we do before all that shit?
1: Um... First things first, got to say, if you want to um, check out some of <laughs> That's so funny. I'm getting all confused now, driving
0: this ship. Give up the contact info. Yeah, I
1: know. Uh, so, download us on iTunes and, you know, leave a comment for us. Because ev- it's not called News and Noteworthy yes, anymore. Yes, is.
0: I'm going to it right now.
1: Well, they changed the iTunes store they a changed, while ago. Yeah, but
0: still News and Noteworthy. It is
1: on a desktop, not on an iPhone. Or-
0: yeah, but I... I'm old school. I, I use my phone and the iTunes store.
1: Yeah, but if you're... Okay, so let's just say if you want to go to our page and search for us on iTunes... It's the
0: first thing up there, news and noteworthy.
1: On your desktop, not yes. on your iPhone. So the way you curate stuff changes on iTunes based on the App Store and the iTunes store changing. So I would just say check us out on iTunes and leave a comment for us because... Every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the desktop news and we're noteworthy and makes us move somewhere else on iOS.
0: Yeah, just fucking listen to our shit (laughs) and then tell 10 people and tell them to leave comments. You can even say, like, we're shitting fuckheads. Like, it doesn't matter.
1: No. No,
0: but. How do you
1: not love my voice?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but then you know you've made it when people talk shit about you. And oh, you okay. got trolls. Whatever. Kill we don't it. have any trolls. If you go to the iTunes page, you'll see lots of great comments. Absolutely. From people. But I wouldn't mind getting a comment seeing that like we're yeah. weirdos or something.
1: One of my favorite things to do, like I don't know if you have this, but when I get into work in the morning and like I sit on an island is what we call it, and so there's four different there's uh, four desks per function. And so one of my favorite things in the morning, because I usually get there, and it's my friend Liz and Elliot E. sitting across from me. And we always go over like, hey, what would you do last night? What would you guys do? Right? And, and like we talk about like what happened. They always ask about you, et cetera. I ask about their significant others. And so Liz, who's hilarious, always is like, Val, how do you and John do so much?
2: Hmm. And then I'm like,
1: we didn't do a lot. She's like, I don't even do half the things you guys do. No, we do. do a lot. And so I'm like, when I look at the list like this, and it doesn't even include like trying to find a house, plan a wedding, like yeah. work, right? I'm always like, holy shit, foxy boxing. Like none of that stuff's on here.
0: That's why it's okay to take breaks Yeah, sometimes. but you just saw me
1: get all antsy. Yeah,
0: that's that's because we got to learn to be okay with breaks.
1: Nah, I, I, the way I relax is going to do fun things.
0: The way I relax is watching Jersey Shore on the couch,
1: <laughs> which is what so, we
0: did for a bit.
1: Yes. Okay, but it's not Jersey.
0: No, it's only... Monday.
1: Uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Do you have a sponsorship of the week?
0: I don't even know what we're talking about this week. I'm assuming you probably got a sponsorship.
1: Um. Well, a Anything sponsorship doesn't I have to be from this no, time period. I, I, it can be from anywhere. Well, I think
0: I know what your sponsorship should be. What? You know what I'm...
1: No, I don't. Oh, man. That should
0: be your sponsor That is
1: my sponsorship of
2: the week. Sponsorship of the week.
1: So, one of the things I always like doing, and it's been a little bit more difficult in the summer, is... I love cooking us dinner and trying to find, like, new meals to cook for us and just, like, trying to go the extra step to make, like, dinner fun, something new, try out some new recipes um, and whatnot. And so one of the things that I love going is our Loblaws is, like, one of the best Loblaws, I think, in the city just because it has, like, a gourmet side. It has, like, a pretty big deli and everything. And so – The
0: Toronto Maple Leafs used to play there.
1: Exactly. So definitely has, like, a lot of history there too – but one of the things I wanted to do was make a new dinner, and so I wanted to re- make this like super specific stir fry, puffific uh, stir fry for us, and it actually in, um, involved the use case of Thai chilies. Okay. And so, for those of you guys who don't know what the Thai chilies are, they're the long, thin red chilies. Some might say they're a little hot. I don't yeah, remember I can... them being this hot from my parents' garden. That's...
0: Well, that's because they're coming from your natural parents' garden. This place, Loblaws, are putting all these synthetic
1: oils no, and they're trying to. No, no, no. Yeah, put and,
0: all this crazy okay, shit in there. So
1: I bought these, like, hot chilies. And so I'm like, and they're still in our fridge in a Tupperware, mind you. They're still you? here? Yeah, Get these things the <laughs> hell out of here. <laughs> so one things. of the routines I have is when I get home from work, I literally, like, um, for probably, like, Half an hour in, I take out my contact lenses or keep my contacts on till after we make dinner. Yeah. And so this time around, I literally go get ready for dinner. It's like 8 o'clock and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start cooking for 8.30. So I don't have my contacts off. My contacts are in. I'm like so excited to make this like chicken Mexican stir fry thing with like green onions, Thai right. chilies, um, like the Serrano chili sauce. And then... Uh, like a mule and like white rice. So excited about this. So I start doing the chicken, cut up the green onions, blah, 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 blah. So good. I pull out four uh, red Thai chilies. And the whole thing about them is if you take the seeds out of chilies, they're not as hot.
0: But is that an urban myth? I know uh, the seeds are hot. Yeah. Uh, clearly, it is an urban myth. I'll just leave it at that.
1: Okay, so then what happens is, and I'm like, yo, this is not my first time to the heat rodeo. No? So, I cut up these chilies, de-seed them, cut them in so they look super cute. Did you and julienne put- them at all? I did not julienne them. I just sliced them very fine.
0: What does de-seeding mean?
1: De-seeding them. Oh, I thought
0: you said de de-seed, <laughs> no. seeded de-seeded, de-seeded, de-seeded. As when you took the seeds yeah. out.
1: Um, I took the seeds out and made sure to wash my hands, okay?
0: Are you sure?
1: I am 100% sure to wash my hands. I always wash my hands after two things I cut. Onions, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right, and chilies, Yeah. right? And we don't use chilies that much even though you've become really good with heat. So end up making this dinner. I also make corn on the cob just yeah. for a side because you and I like having like colorful sides. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden I go and I don't think I take my contacts out yet.
0: No, I can't this was remember aft- after post-dinner. dinner,
1: post dinner for some reason. So we eat dinner. What did it taste like? Yeah. So.
0: What did it taste like? The first few <laughs> bites, Which one
1: of your senses came to life first?
0: Uh, not to be like crude or anything.
1: Uh, somebody's someone's, trying to get in and talk with you.
0: Uh, someone's trying to message us. Uh, it's just Ferris. Ferris. She says they're going to hero k- burger. Oh, man, I'm always craving a burger. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, I'll write back in a bit. Okay. Uh... Yeah, anyways, what I was gonna say is when your ass starts tingling, then you know something's <laughs> yeah. hot. It's like when your toes start to spread,
1: <laughs> yeah. and you sit
0: up straight. I've
1: never seen you drink as much water as you did that. I dinner. had
0: four full glasses. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Basically, the first few bites, it was delicious. Like I was like thinking, like, oh shit, this is really really good. Yeah. But then bite by, by bite three. Tears were coming out of my eyes, but they weren't—they weren't tears. They were—it was sweat dripping down my eyes, and then there were sweat beads on the back of my neck, rolling down to my tail feather, and then yeah, like I could feel it in my toes. I was like, "Fuck, this is really hot." And I think there was what two or three big pieces of chicken, yeah, and it was with rice, yeah. Right? And I was like, "Fuck." So I was just like, "Okay, this is really hot." And usually, I'm—I'd say I'm not a—if I for spices, I'm a medium No,
1: I think you're getting a lot better.
0: I prefer, I like medium to hot. Medium I can do hot if it's a little bit of hot sure I can do it. But uh, <laughs> this one by Bite for I wasn't even halfway through the first chicken. I was like I don't know if I can do this. This is yeah. the hottest. Like, it felt like an, an inferno inside my mouth. So
1: then the weird thing was, also the corn was also
0: hot. Yeah.
1: So I was like, what happened?
0: So I, I soldiered through my chicken. I was like, I'm going to finish this chicken because it was really good. And then I was like, okay, I, I usually save the corn for last. And I took, <laughs> I bit one row of corn. And I was like I can't I can't do it anymore. Like yeah. I'm literally I think during dinner I got up and got a full glass of water like five times. Like my face was burning, my mouth was on fire for easily like 2 hours after that. Yeah. Like I needed milk or something. So
1: I felt the same and like the one thing I equated to not so much eating the chicken and the rice, but it was mainly when I ate the corn and I'm like why is yeah, the corn I don't know so why. hot? Um, But it could have just been, like, the actual, like, oil from – or, like, the sauce oil from the actual – um, main part of the dinner, the chicken and rice, and so you know when women buy like things like venom to put in their lips to make them oh, like more, yeah. more plump. Sure. When I bit into the corn, it was as if, and I already have large lips, and it was as if like I became like duck lips, and I'm like, well, this is new kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot even move my face because it is so fucking hot. Yeah. That was um, insanity. So that was crazy. But then the only thing that happened that was a little bit concerning, day one. Was I went to take my contacts out, and I, like, burned my eye. Yeah,
0: but, again, this was after dinner, right? Yeah, this
1: is after dinner.
0: Maybe when you put your food in the garbage, did you touch it with your fingers? I don't
1: think so. Or your
0: napkins would have had it, like, if you're throwing your napkin away.
1: Maybe, and so I ended up, like, pulling my contact out, and, like, the the pain wasn't horrible. Like, I think I have a pretty high pain threshold, But it it was, like, a searing pain in my, like, in my right eye. My left eye was decent. Mm. So I'm, like, okay, whatever. I, like, wash it out, like, put some water in it, put my glasses on. And mind you, these are my new Warby Parker glasses.
0: Your Warby Parker glasses?
1: Yeah, my new prescription that I got, like, less than one season ago. Like, I think I got them in April or late May. Mm. And so we end up. I'm like, okay, this is such a weird sensation. I get my contacts in. I go to work. Everything's fine. Like, my eyes are a little a little sore, so I put, like, eye drops in or whatever. Come home, change back into my glasses, my Warby Parker glasses. Then the next day happens. So uh-huh. this is, like, the Thursday, right. if you will. And so all of a sudden... Um, what you're gonna call it? I'm, I'm getting changed in the morning and my routine is I wear like my old glasses in the morning, my Ray-Bans, John is sleeping and I, I get changed, dry my hair and I usually put my contacts on at that point right? just cause my eyes have like adjusted to the morning and everything. So I go in for my right one first mm. and I like, you know when you dry yell or yeah. like quiet yell? Sure. So I literally scream motherfucker fucker, right? right? And it was like my eye rejected the contact lens. And then it was like so like in such pain i got a headache right right like a searing it was as if somebody took like a knife to my eye Ooh. and twisted it
0: i don't fuck with and eyes. then
1: i was like okay because this is me i'm like why not try and do it again with my other eye of maybe, course maybe it's just oh, this one boy. eye that was painful so i managed to like suffer through getting the other the well, i left. glad you could suffer
0: it. with your uh opticals
1: so then i was just like but i i couldn't and then it was like you know when you're like crying so much or dry heaving you like you start foaming at the mouth and like spitting and your nose starts running yeah. and like that's how the the pain the sheer pain like i had to take an advil i had to like wipe my nose i buried my he- head in a towel like with a cold water press on it and so then you woke up and you're like maybe that was the day you're like go to the doctor
0: yeah because the next day we were going to ottawa for yeah. the weekend we were driving to ottawa <laughs> And what is it with you and your eyes and when we have to go and drive places? So
1: I was like, listen, if but it's that bad, I'll go to the doctor. No. Well,
0: this is why I was concerned because I always, things always happen to you. You could like be, you could be set on fire. Your <laughs> leg could be half I cracked my head open. You crack your head open. I had to go to the doctor. You're like, no, nah, I'm good, dog.
2: And then <laughs> this
0: day, almost as a joke, well, not a joke. I was concerned because your eyeballs were on fire. I was like. Maybe you should go see a doctor. And your first reaction was, yeah, yeah, I think I'll go right now. So, I was like, whoa. So
1: I texted, like, my teammates. And I was like, hey, guys, I might be in a little bit later. And I used the Thai chili emoji to be like. There's a
0: Thai chili emoji?
1: Yeah, 100%. And so there What's, it is. What is it? It's an emoji of a, a chili.
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> right. you were just so specific.
1: It is. It's a Thai chili emoji. Well, yeah, but you
0: could have said, like, you I'm." my Whatever
1: thing is there to say.
0: Oh, it the red yeah I
1: see yeah it it's okay. the red chilies and so i'm like i put the I giant eyes pill. and like a chili and then an eye thing
2: yeah and then they're like what good. the
1: fuck and so i go to the doctor and like the clinic is like oh shit and they're like they took me really quickly and they're like okay here get these generic drops to like cool your eyes down But maybe just keep wearing your glasses. So these are my Warby Parker new glasses. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I keep wearing them. But they're like, the one thing you should know is you should probably go to an actual optometrist who has like all the screening.
0: Well, you probably have a good local optometrist here in the city, right?
1: (laughs) So I don't actually. So my (laughs) optometrist is in Mississauga. And it's like, he's like one of those people who works like 12 times a year. And, you know, it's like from like 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. So you better ensure you can make it there. And so I couldn't get an appointment with him. So you did a really like a really sweet thing, and you're like looking for as many well, optometrists in the city as possible.
0: I appreciated uh, you, cause then, then you're like, oh, why don't we go to an optometrist in Ottawa? We're there the next day. I was like, okay, we can do that. Because you had to
1: call
2: your
0: parents. Well, cause I asked him what who their doctor was. <laughs> they said theirs was Doctor Dick. I'm like, oh, we also know a Doctor Dick. <laughs>
1: He may have stolen someone's jacket at our Halloween party.
0: And I was like, hey, are you, are you trying to be Dr. Nick from The Simpsons? He's like, no, I'm Dr. Dick.
1: I was like, all right. Hello, Dr. Nick.
0: But anyways, this guy, Dr. Dick, the optometrist in Kanata, I highly recommend him. My folks have gone there for years. <laughs> uh, and How did you
1: tell your parents I burned my eyes?
0: Uh, well, I was just calling them like, hey, guys, um, we're excited to come tomorrow. We're excited to see the family and Maddox. Uh, Just wondering, do you guys have a good optometrist in Ottawa? And they're like, uh, yeah, why? I'm like, oh, everything's fine. But uh, Val may or may not have like burnt her retinas off (laughs) with some Thai chili powder. And they're just like, oh, my God. And this is
1: also post the most like intense traveling week ever, which is the next episode of the podcast
0: exactly so these are all out of because the story the ottawa story will be in like two episodes exactly so we're kind of we'll we're, refresh we're, people's memories yeah. anyway this story was just I just wanted to get it uh, into uh, people's membranes so, so anyways but then when I got that info I was like well I don't think you should wait till tomorrow plus we have to drive to ottawa. I'm like why don't we go find somewhere here downtown so I looked up two places one was in the Eaton Center and then I looked up one that was literally right on the corner of our street. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were only open till about 6. I know you were busy with work. So I saw that Lens Crafter in the Eaton Center was open till like nine, 9 or something. So I told you, why don't you see if you can go to one of these guys.
1: So I actually ended up getting an appointment at 7 p.m. at the lens crafters in um, the Eden Center, which was great because I could just go straight after work. And it was nice because you came to meet me at the Eden Center, which was really nice. And we'll talk about that story later. Yeah. How, why are you meeting me all the way there, as opposed to meeting me at work.
0: Oh, yeah. Is that on your list? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: And so, we ended yeah, up Yeah, I got to h- talk
0: about how dope I am with doing certain things. Oh, boy. Four times a month.
1: And so, what? And so, basically, we end up going in there. They're so fucking tardy. They don't take me for, like, an hour and a half, almost, post my appointment, And so I'm like, okay. And then I end up meeting the optometrist, who's lovely, actually. And she definitely goes the extra mile with me to understand what happened. In
0: a good way? In
1: a good way. But she gives me an eye exam. And so, like, she's not saying anything. And you've gone through an eye exam. But for those of you listeners who haven't, um, when you're getting fixed uh, or, whatchamacallit, fixed for glasses, they do these tests to be like, They put in like the eye chart in front of you and they start changing the lenses to say like which one looks better to you to figure out Mm -hmm. where your prescription is. And so she does it a bunch of times and I'm like, oh, it's not really about my like um, visibility. It's like I feel like I just burned my eyes. And so then she like kind of goes through the whole thing. And then she, like, kind of goes silent, writes a bunch of stuff. And she's like, what's your prescription? And I didn't have it on me. But I said, I'm like, oh, I recently got it done. I think it's this. And so she's like, okay, put your glasses on and read that. And then she's like, okay, now use this to read it. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's park that aside. And then she's like, okay, here's some Kleenexes. Just hold the Kleenex up to your cheek. And she's like, I'm just going to clean out your eyes. And I'm thinking she's going to use, like, the same fucking eye drops that she, like, prescribed to me and like the other physician at the clinic prescribed she literally gets like it looks like one of those guns you pierce your ears with and so it's got like a mini nerf tank on it and all of a sudden she like flips up my eyelid pulls the other side down and like shoots like it's not even like a thin stream of water it is like as if it's coming out of your tap right like you
0: got I got waterboarded in my
1: eyes is what I described it to John, and it was like a pain unlike I have ever felt before.
0: There's an episode of the office in the later seasons. Remember when Andy wants to be an actor and he yeah. does like that hazardous uh, yeah. video yeah. and then he has to shoot water in his yeah. eyes Is't that? It? I'll find it, it, the clip and I'll post that
1: post that, but i I was thinking about that, not specifically that video, but like I remember in science class there's those two cones and you go up to it to like. Like, gently shoot water into your eyes to like clean them out. This was not like that. This was like a fucking Nerf gun, like, um, whatchamacallit pressure soaker. gun, super, super, blah, 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 super soaker shooting into your eye. And she did it for like, like, it possibly couldn't have been more than 15 seconds That's straight a long time. in reps of three. Ugh. But it was like, again, just like dry screaming, like, motherfucker. Her. right and so i was like i like pain unlike i ever felt before so then at the end of it as i'm like crying in pain yeah um she's like oh okay she's like the other thing is i think your prescription is wrong what and i'm like what and she's like i don't think you're wearing the right like um prescription because of the way that you're squinting when you're wearing your glasses okay and so i was like thinking about this and i'm like I just thought my eyes were getting new to the new prescription, but I realized it has been a while. She's like, do you get headaches when you look at your computer? And so I'm like, I don't get headaches, but I have to like almost correct get headaches.
0: My, but I can't read what's on my computer monitor. No,
1: and that's honestly it. Like I have to do this a lot. Like you always make fun of me when I do that to like read things. But that <laughs> no, thing, you that's don't
0: a, squint. You open your eyes. I large. open my eyes
1: really big. But that's exactly what I do when I do when I am at my computer at work. Mm. And so I'm like, maybe I am wearing the wrong prescription. So now, like, what I notice after wearing my glasses for, for four days straight. Right, my Warby Parker ones. Then I put back in my contact lenses. Um, My prescription, it does feel weird. And so then I've started now wearing my old glasses again. So, anyway, that's my sponsorship of the week.
2: Sponsorship of the week.
0: And if you want to hear the uh, rest of that story, wait two episodes. Yeah. When we drive to Ottawa for our nephew's birthday party and you turn into a 6 eyes.
2: No! And
0: hilarity ensues from that one. <laughs> yeah. so, well, I don't think I even have a sponsorship that would top that. So why don't we get into this actual episode? Yeah. So half this an is, hour into this Half thing. an hour
1: into it. And John did say, he's like, this is more of a story than a sponsorship. But so. it was also
0: fresh in our minds. I did, definitely wanted to get you get it out. And then it's also a good tease for later episodes. So if you like that story, there's more craziness. Find out if you ever... Got to put contacts back in. Yeah. Uh, if you actually were able to drive, how you had six eyes. It's very <laughs> interesting story from their point on.
1: So we, because we have such a like an action pack, we can just go through them all and then I'll you Maybe can tell we still me. Got where, time, yeah, 20, we totally 25 minutes in. Whoa, baby. Okay, so. so one of the things post coming back from cottage kids weekend, we were talking a lot to like obviously like all of the friends and saying like what movies did we want to check out this summer? What hadn't we seen? And one of the films we wanted to see was the new Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. And I didn't realize Ferris was such a huge Tom Cruise fan, right? And I had a huge crush on him. What I did realize was you said you never seen, um, what the hell is it? I, Top Gun.
0: Yeah, why would I have ever seen Top Gun, a movie Every- from 1986?
1: Everybody has seen Top Gun.
0: Well, clearly not everybody. Oh, my God. We this, might have to have a oh,
1: Tom Cruise day. Hold
0: on. I wanted to save this, but we might as well get into this. You're busting my chops for not seeing Top Gun.
1: Yeah.
0: I have three letters, one word for you. What? L-I-T. Oh, God. For someone who claims to be such a 90s music baby and like, oh, you know, I love grunge. I love alternative rock, like Counting Crows. Mark McGrath's my shit. (laughs) And again, I was like, okay, when we were driving to Ottawa, I was like, I'm going to make a playlist of songs, you know, four for you, one for me, five for you, one for me. And then I just... I just like, oh, you know who you should like since you're a 90s baby? Yeah. The band Lit.
1: Oh, God. So I, I,
0: I play you the one Lit song. like, yeah, I kind of know this song. You played
1: song. me a song and you amped it up so hard. Yeah, no, wait, that wasn't the Ziploc bag. No, song. no, no. no. Yeah.
0: You, know, you knew that one song. Yeah. My own were to me. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, you obviously, like Lit, they're 90s good. I'm like, Ziploc bag's pretty awesome for what it is. You're like, I never heard Ziploc Bag. I'm like, Ziploc Bag is their biggest song ever.
1: I don't know this song. And
0: so yesterday we're driving around and I made sure to put that on the playlist and I was like, Oh, this is lit, this is Ziploc Bag. And then (laughs) let me just put it on my phone here. You were aware of the band Lit, right? Kinda. Kinda? Yeah. You telling me you don't even know anything about Lit?
1: Dude, I listen to a lot of music.
0: Yeah, but how are you not listening to Lit?
1: Oh, boy.
0: So, for I'm going to play this right now. Everyone, okay, to be fair, on the iTunes store, um, Ziploc bag is like six down the line. See? But this is Ziploc bag by Lit. I put it in a Ziploc bag And keep it
2: in my
0: pocket Keep it in my pocket Keep it in my pocket you're just telling me you don't know that song.
1: No, and I think I followed it up with you. It's like, what is their follow up album called? Aluminum Foil.
0: And I said, <laughs> Fine, you don't know Ziploc bag, but you definitely know the song Miserable, which goes, You make me come.
1: Oh, God.
0: You make me complete. And this sounds like a song you would love. No. No? Hold on, I just need to hear the part, the chorus part. But you're into this. You're gonna add it to your playlist. No,
1: I will not.
0: Anyways, so I just thought it was baffling that you hear you are busting my chops about Top Gun, which is oh, a movie from brutal. the '80s, which I have already told you I hate everything about the '80s, unless it's New Wave 2015 music. Wasn't that uh, one of the bands of the week? Is going to be a band coming up called Wild Nothing. They sound like they're ooh, from the '80s.
1: Um. Okay. Well so we wanted to go see Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: And can I also so how many of the Mission Impossible's have you seen?
1: Two, now three.
0: No. Yeah. So you never saw the first one? Which no, I saw the-, the
1: first one. I saw the original, like with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Then I saw Ghost Protocol. So
0: like fifteen years later, <laughs> yeah.
1: and now this one Fallout.
0: And then I was saying my favorite one, which is usually like everyone considers the worst one which i think number three is the worst yeah but number two is probably my favorite just because i associate it with being a teenager and slicing my leg open yeah but it's number two is when he goes to australia and he like starts dating thaddeus newton and yeah. then he has to save the world but there's so many cool bike stunts and it's directed by john Woo. And after we saw the movie i was like you gotta see number two then i played you the trailer like um i don't like his hair in this movie so i'm not gonna watch it <laughs>
1: I felt like whoever edited the film was capitalizing off of his, like, flowy hair. hair. So, like, everything was in slow-mo so you could see, like, (laughs) his hair fanning in slow motion. It was
0: also, like, 2002.
1: Yeah. So, the one thing we'll say is, like, Tom Cruise, like, we we won't go see, like, most movies made by him. But Mission Impossible because he does his own Um, stunts.
0: Who wanted to see The Mummy last year?
1: But it's because I love The Mummy franchise. Just Again, saying. the
0: f- last Mummy movie was like 1998.
1: But I love The Mummy. So this one was about Ethan Hunt and his IMF team, along with some familiar allies, race against time after a mission gone wrong. So what do you give it on the fastbender?
2: Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: I would give it probably point. Uh, 3, 4, 8.3 or 4. Okay. What about you?
1: I give it like 8.5 out of, like 8.5, 8.7 out of 10 Fast Spenders. And the reason being was, one, it would have been better had we not seen it in 3D. Yeah, that's that really was a,
2: bullshit. That
1: 3D is bullshit and there was no other showings of it that weekend.
2: Nope. But then
1: the other thing about it was what made it such a high rating was it wasn't a lot of CGI, if not any. Because it was great, Tom Cruise did all his own stunts. Yeah. Henry Cavill was hot. <laughs> um, there's this awesome like GIF of him doing like reloading rains
0: look pretty good.
1: Oh god, reloading his guns, and Luther. then um, what you call it? It's just it was shot so like in such cool like areas around the world. Um, so I thought it was really great. I didn't understand overall some of the storyline because I didn't watch all the films.
0: Sorry, that's the air show in the background. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I always just like the movies because I like it when they're, like, hiding behind, like, masks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I guess the villain from the previous movie was in it, and I didn't remember him or what no. he did. So I was like, I'll just go along with it. It doesn't really matter. I'm just here to see him fly the a action. helicopter.
1: So I thought that that was really cool. A lot of like the actual fighting scenes were really cool. Like that bathroom scene was awesome. Yeah, bathroom
0: scene was pretty dope.
1: Um, but it was hilarious because that was the third time Ferris had seen it, yeah, and she I mean, was still going to go see it two more times, Yeah, which I thought was awesome. And she
0: lives down the street, and she drove there, Yeah, <laughs> which was pretty funny.
1: Um, So overall, Mission Impossible, great summertime flick.
0: Yeah, I'm sure most of you have seen it. If you haven't, go back and watch Mission Impossible 2 instead.
1: <laughs> so one of the other things, so after that weekend, we were coming up to the August long weekend. Um, So it was the civic uh, right. holiday. And so one of the things that, and John kind of commented on this, I am not a fan of just staying at home and doing nothing. Clearly. Um, so I wanted to try and find something for us to do on the Friday night for the Saturday or the Sunday. And so what I had finally seen was the National and Father John Misty were coming in concert to Fort York, one of which is a venue I've never been to, and we've never seen them perform. But I know that I'm a bigger fan of um, the National than you are, and Father John Misty hails from Fleet Fox's fame. Right. And so I was like, this is kind of like Childish Gambino where That's it's like true. you're a huge fan i would even argue you're a bigger fan of childish gambino yeah. than i am of the national Definitely. but i'm like this is a concert i would want to do in the summer so i said let's get tickets to it mm-hmm. so on the saturday late afternoon early evening at about six o'clock
0: we had also went boxing that morning oh, yeah. kicked our asses
1: oh my god you could t- gotta See, tell we- that story
0: uh, is this the medi- well, medicine was, ball? Well, let's just say it's the medicine ball one. Uh, just like the hottest food I've ever in my life was on this episode, the hardest boxing class we ever did.
1: And you said you had had this teacher before. I had she had was this chill. teacher,
0: and we, it was the medicine ball class, and we did it once, and you threw almost threw up. No, I did throw you up. You did throw up. That's because you drank <laughs> coffee before. Yeah. Then I did it again with a different... Uh, coach and it went much, not easier but it was much more accessible to you and I. Mm-hmm. So I said let's try, give it another try because it was a great workout. It's the same teacher. She was great. And then it turned out to be the hardest workout we've ever done in our life. Yeah. Like she was like Like a drill sergeant just punishing us and everything. And so
1: like the one thing I didn't like was I was already struggling and lifting this medicine ball. And at one point she came and moved my arms physically with it in the air over the height of the dummy. And I was like, I am going to kill you. Like I just literally wanted to throw the ball at her head because I was going to puke on her face.
0: So it just made me laugh. Like, we could barely walk after that class. Yeah. And then we were like, like yeah, let's go stand for five hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we end up getting tickets to the National Father John Misty concert. And have you ever been to Fort York before?
0: I worked. I used to work right next to it, but I've never gone to it for a concert or to see, like, historical reenactments or anything. Have you?
1: Um, I have not at all. I don't even think I knew where it was. And
0: it was also Carabana that same weekend. Oh, my
1: God. That's so right.
0: We decided to uh, Not go to Carabana But go in the same area And go to the Whitest thing you could do <laughs> Which is go to A hipster festival For the National And Father John Misty
1: So It was so funny um, So overall Impressions of the show Or like the venue I think the one thing About For York is They don't have like Monitors set up And it's not no. on an incline So it's like you could see some of the stage, like I felt I could see better for Father John Misty, but I couldn't see much of what was happening for the National. So, for those of you guys who don't know, the National, um, they sing. They have a new album that just came out last year. It was called um, "Day I Die," which yeah. was like one of their main songs off of it. It's a
0: really good album. Um, it's the only album I've listened to them by them, and I like it quite a bit.
1: Hmm. And so they have Fake Empire, which I really like. Um, my favorite song is "Around the Bend," which they didn't play. Um, Off of their older album, but don't swallow the cap is really good and then father John Misty as we were saying who opened For the national has the honey bear or I love you honey bear album the pink one which we have on vinyl
2: Yeah, it's a um, good one, which is
1: great and like just like a lot of other like softer rock songs. Yeah Um, so overall concert experience. What do you give it?
2: Yo, yo, yo How many Michael Fassbender do
1: you get out of 10 boys?
2: Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy.
0: On the Fassbender scale? Yeah. Do you mean the concert or the actual just whole experience? Let's
1: do the whole experience.
0: Uh, out of 10, I'm going to give it 7.7 uh, 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, what about you?
1: Uh, I'd probably give it like around the same. Like I think... For a summer event experience, I give it like 8 out of 10. But yeah. for like a musical experience, um, there's just certain things that I feel like amp me up a bit more. And so I give it about like seven and a half, seven point seven 7.7 as well.
0: Whoa, listen to that air show.
1: Jesus. Jesus Christ. Sometime- Is that like right beside us?
0: Let's see if the audio picked that up. Sometimes I hear that. I'm like, I know this part of the air show, but that seemed dangerously close to our buildings. It was. It was in between those two. You could see
1: it? Yeah. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, back to the concert. Uh, Father John Missy, I obviously know who he is, and we have him on vinyl. He's one of those guys where it's like two or three of his songs, I definitely know them, Mm -hmm. but then I wouldn't know. I didn't know any of his other songs, and luckily he played the two or three songs I knew, But the songs I didn't know were still pretty good. Like, his voice sounded awesome. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I still prefer Fleet Foxes, but he was still quite good.
1: Yeah, you're like, what did you say? You're like, Team Fleet Foxes. Foxes. And And I'm like, of course I'm Team Fleet Foxes.
0: And then uh, the National were really good. They obviously have a a big catalog. I -hmm. felt like they didn't play a bunch of their newer stuff.
1: Yeah, is that fair to say. I need to go back to their set list. Like I, I know their songs, but I, I wouldn't be like, I know this album. I know this album, Die Hard. So I, there, there was like two Die songs. Hard. Die Hard. Is that
0: the name? Is that what you think the album's called?
1: No, no, no. Like I'm not a Die Hard. Oh, fan. I
0: thought you instead of saying the Day I Die Hard, like oh, the I, no. I love their album Die Hard. No. you know, Based off the movie Die Hard with a Vengeance.
1: No. Um, I think there's like, there was like three songs I wanted to hear that I didn't hear. Um. But yeah, overall, I I give it that. And like the one thing I did like about the venue was like everyone was so chill. You said you had a really great pizza that day. Uh, yeah,
0: pizza was good, but then. Uh, They were really long lines to get food and drinks and stuff. Yeah. And the wa- the porta potties didn't have, like, working water to wash your hands, so we mm-hmm. had to, like, use our valuable water to, like, dump it on my hands. No,
1: that's a bit gross. And, like, this is the one thing I will say. Like, we haven't gone to a festival show since the Innings Festival show, which was so efficient and, like, clean and well-run. Yeah. Everything was, like, Apple Pay. So it was, like, pretty, like, <laughs> 10 out of 10 experience. And, like... Obviously, like, monitors and everything. But this time around, it's, like, hard to say, like... Even though it was, like, a full festival experience, there could have been some things that were more efficient.
0: Yeah, I have to show you something, though. Mm. Although, I don't know if it it might not work out for us, but this is what I saw on Instagram.
1: (gasps) No way! Tell
0: everyone what you're reading.
1: Innings Festival returns March 2nd through the 3rd.
0: So, when are we getting married? (laughs) February
1: 23rd. We can still do it if the lineup's good. Maybe. So... That's pretty badass.
0: Back. They haven't announced the lineup yet, but they're coming back. I, I almost wish it was the end of March. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah.
1: So overall, that was a really awesome concert experience. So now, from new concert experiences. Oh, sorry, I was just
0: going to say, the end of that was crazy to get a uh, Uber home. Oh, yeah. Because it was the end of that festival. Carabana was ending. And, and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was performing at the Rogers so, Center. So it was like.
1: There was literally three types of demographics yeah. in the South Core. Yeah, like
0: uh, urban hipster and teen boppers. Yeah,
1: and it's like, who do you think wins in that teeny teen bop bopper, boppers? Of course, right? So okay, so one other new chapter happened during this faithful week, which uh, was you leaving me.
2: Oh,
0: I thought you were gonna say something else. Yeah, I decided that after um, nine years, I wanted to trade you in for a younger model, so I'm uh, leaving ha, you. Ha,
1: that joke only works with Hannah, literally.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, after about 10 years of working in the same building, Mm -hmm. uh, we are, we have moved out of that building and into a brand new work building, which has been awesome possum.
1: Awesome possum. And it's about like, what, eight minutes away from our house. Door to
0: door. It takes me eight minutes to walk to my new work. Yeah. And unfortunately that means I no longer work close to you because at the end of work, I, to get home, I'd have to go past your building. So I'd pick you up every day. Mm -hmm. We'd either walk or take the subway, but now... I am north of our apartment, you are south, and you said that at least twice a week you still wanted me to no, pick you up. No, not twice a week. Even though to get from my no. work to pick you up, it would take 45 minutes. No,
1: no, no. Fake news, fake news. I said, it's so sad that you left me, because now you know, like, and I think even it, it happened that first week. Now that you're not picking me up, I have no excuse to leave, so I end up working till like 7.38, and I think I did that first week you Yeah, that's moved. why I the-
0: so I came one day and I walked from work to your work, and then we walked home. And I was like, first of all, just in general, what guy or girl walks forty-five minutes to pick up their significant other? Like, who does that? In
1: the opposite direction. In of the their. opposite <laughs> direction.
0: I walked past my house to get to you. <laughs> I've now done it since twice.
1: Whoa, who, who does no, these things? Thi- no, honestly, who does these things? I would do that for you.
0: Yeah, you would, but you also don't like to sit still.
1: Yeah. So here's my thing, though. I asked you if you could do it two times a year. Two times yeah, a month. Yeah, I can
0: definitely do it twice no, no, a no, year. No, no,
1: no, no, Two times a month. Come pick me up.
0: You said four times a month, let's be honest. And I said maybe No, because then
1: you said once. And then I was like two times.
0: Yeah, and so I've done it two times.
1: Oh, man. So how has the new experience in the new office been for you?
0: It's been awesome. We're in a new state-of-the-art building with new setup, new people, new friends, way better cafeteria. I hadn't gone to the cafeteria in my old work for six years because it was a legit soup Nazi. I think you worked there when they were... when Probably. And, like, it was one of those things where if you went down and you thought about your order, you got yelled at. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm just not going to Which is also that. shitty
1: because the food wasn't great. So No,
0: and people who I worked with would, wouldn't go for a week because they would get pissed off because the person would say something to them. I'm like, I'm just... Why would... One of the reasons why I went to Subway and I know it's stupid but I'm like they're actually nice to you there cuz they treat customers well. Same as this place. Mm-hmm. So I just I just stopped going. I hadn't been there in years. Mm-hmm. Whereas the cafeteria now is ginormous. There's a Tim Hortons, there's a Pizza Pizza. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff. So that's awesome. I just like I just like the experience so much more now. I like the new building, I like where I sit. I like Does it
1: feel more like corporate or cuz
0: Um yes and no. The building I'm in now, I went from having like Especially the last four months, there was like maybe thirty people in our yeah. building. To now, there's like thousands of people because mm-hmm. it's a giant building. And obviously, some people are more corporate, more people. Some people are creative. There's they f- uh, do radio shows, they do TV production there. So it's just it's whatever you do, you dress for that. But mm-hmm. luckily, our floor it's the creative floor, so it kind of everything goes there. I still I try to dress a bit nicer now.
1: You still always you always dress nice. I think the one thing I like about it is that you you kind of, it's like when you worked at like much music, yeah. right? In the Chum building, it feels like...
2: It
0: feels um, like a TV... Did you just burp? No. Oh, I thought you just went... Ugh.
1: No. Right? I just think it's like, I like it because I feel like when you're back with a lot of your friends, right? It feels like there's like stuff happening there, whereas like beforehand when everyone kind of left, it was like the forgotten space a yeah, bit exactly. so yeah I that's just, really cool i
0: still need to give you a tour of the building someday you gotta come i know afterwards. the one day
1: i wanted to come you were all busy that's and then Lori Laurie scheduled a meeting for <laughs> one
0: o'clock. even though i told her i'm like you were coming at like i know 40 f- for lunch and to have a tour that's like oh no we got a meeting at one o'clock till two i was like oh i was gross. the saddest
1: <laughs> kid to eat soup and lovelas uh, that day why,
0: why didn't you take it home
1: no what to take it home, that would've been even more. Sad. No, because
0: then you put on like four weddings and a bride or something. Oh like that. boy! So, anyways, new building is nice. I don't know where are we at? We're at forty-three, so we can save some stories for like next week as well.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll leave the weekend stuff. Yeah. So one of the other big things that happened, net new chapters in that same week, yeah. was he got a new car.
0: <laughs> or as our good friend Oprah would say.
1: <laughs> the car. The car. Or as our friend Bob Barker would say... Give
2: you that. A new car! <laughs>
0: we got a new car. We got a car. We've never had a car before. Absolutely. We relied on zip cars and Ubers and TTC. So uh, it was awesome as a early wedding gift from, from my folks they decided uh to give us one of their cars because they were going down from two to one and it was just super awesome of them so very very appreciative
1: and so the one cool thing was and i think this this was all you like i very, i did nothing for this experience but like i think the one crazy thing is because we were getting this great new gift we also had to figure out something that we hadn't really looked into ever because much like our engagement and planning a wedding i thought we were trying to like buy a house, so I had kind of investigated that a bit, you were investigating it, and then the wedding stuff, so we're doing that together, but now it's like yet another new chapter, and because we needed to figure out insurance.
0: Yeah, well I will say the one good thing is, yeah, obviously it's like the three most expensive things. In one year. Owning a car, trying to buy a house, getting married, but I'm like, already having a car has saved us with wedding stuff, so it kind of works well together, but yeah, so my dad's like, okay, if you want the car, it's all yours, Take it. He's like, but you got to figure out insurance. You got to figure out if there's parking. You got to figure out, you know, uh, if you can afford a gas, blah, 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 all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. he's like, if you want it, it's yours, Mm -hmm. free of charge, whatever. So I'm like, okay. So obviously, we never had car insurance or anything. like We were both a part of our folks' car insurance. Mm -hmm. But I never really knew how to go about doing any of that stuff. So I started by just, like, asking friends who had cars, like, who do you use for car insurance? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone kind of gave me different answers. And I was like, okay, how much do you think is a good price mm-hmm. and I was fully expecting us to have to pay a bit more because we haven't really had car insurance and the thing is if you had insurance your insurance is lower yeah and it's also if you had insurance and don't have any accidents or anything then it's obviously better mm-hmm. so I did a few things online where you can put in quotes and like different places would be like okay it's you know 3,000 a year 2,500 a year mm-hmm. so I was trying to work it out I'm like if we can get down to like Two hundred dollars or less a month. Yeah. I don't want to pay more than two hundred dollars a month. That's a hundred each, and I feel like okay, a hundred bucks a month.
1: And there's also different things like can bring it down. Like if you bundle it into your like renter's insurance, yeah. sometimes through school you can get it. So like
0: yeah, work, uh, all this kind of stuff. Um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say about that. So anyways. I narrowed it down. I also Googled like best car insurance in Ontario and it gave me a list of like 10 places. So, so, so
1: like Bel Air Direct.
0: Bel Air Direct, Aviva, TD. Mm-hmm. Um, Weirdly
1: enough, BMO didn't have BMO it. BMO
0: didn't do it. So, But I, our BMO
1: guy told us Aviva. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: your folks and my folks both use Aviva, which is yeah. kind of interesting. So initially, I, I the three places I wanted to try were Bel Air Direct, TD, and Aviva. So the first person I call up, is Bel Air Direct. And luckily, because I, I did some of this at work uh, in between things, so I went down to the second floor where there's just abandoned, and I took up, like, this big office space, and I spread <laughs> out. Again, my dad it's was... like
1: Project Car.
0: My dad was awesome because he had also given me all the paperwork. He's like, here's the ins- here's my insurance, here's mm-hmm. the model, here's everything I could need. So I'm, I'm also calling this person. I'm like, well, I don't know what it, this guy's going to need. So I list, I spread everything out, and the guys are go, I go call him like, okay, I'm in- interested in getting car insurance. Just getting a quote because, you know, we're mm-hmm. not sure if we're going to be getting this car or not, but can you just mm-hmm. give us a quote? We'll figure this out. So the guy's like, sure. And the guy was, he sounded like um, a radio announcer. He had a dark, not a dark, a deep, uh, sultry voice. Sultry? Like, sultry voice. Mm-hmm. Like he sounded like, hey guys, I <laughs> am your car insurance Barry provider. White. <laughs> and like halfway through, he made the joke, because he's like, okay, now I have to list off all these things where it's like, you know, uh, Bel Air direct is not responsible for blah, blah, blah. It's like yeah. a two-minute spiel. And then at the end of it, he's like, I have a great voice, don't I? He's like, I think I should get, like, uh, voiceover work and he stuff. Said that he you. said that to me He said that to me. It's
2: like, so weird. i think.
0: Like, well, funny enough, I'm like, I, you know, I... I work in, like, TV and stuff. I was and we say, did deal. did you tell him
1: that you worked the I did. He's like,
0: really? Us. He's like, well, if you need my name or number, Ew. you know. And I was just like, well, can you get me a lower insurance yeah. on this? And he's like, ah, ah, ah. That's
1: so weird. But
0: anyways, I'll tell more about the story. But, like, I'd had to talk with him on the phone three or four separate times. And every time he brought it up, so, like, do you still need me to be your voiceover no guy? No way. I was like, I got you on file, dude. Like, maybe Absolutely. for this. But not really. I
2: think
1: that's very bizarre.
0: He was definitely friendly but then so here's the other thing i never told you but it also <laughs> so i because i like uh, i'm anal about things i like to plan things out so i yeah i i had accidentally or not accidentally i had done uh quotes online for Bel Air direct twice yeah and you have to put in your name and your email address to get your quote so initially the first time i do the quote put in my name and i put in my my uh email address. email address and then it gives me a quote, and for whatever reason, I wanted to go back and do it again just to see, like, if oh, you if, I, it differently. if I do it differently, if I add in this. Yeah, and it's, it's like that. when you
1: do our taxes. Yeah
0: so but i didn't want to put all of our personal information in again so i just put it in it's like first name i was just like v and last name g yeah just for that yeah. right but then it's like oh this isn't a proper name so put in like more letters so i just put in v a and g o yeah i go but then i put in uh my other email address which is live at 605 at gmail.com email yeah. us if you have any questions or anything <laughs>
1: or want insurance quotes
0: so, when I talked to this guy, I told him, like, yeah, I've already done stuff online. Uh, he's like, okay, let me pull up your quote. And he's like, for whatever reason, it had both of them. And he's like, well, it turns out you got two quotes here. He's like, I got yours and I got someone named uh, – because I told him it was for me and my wife. Because I just yeah. told you my wife. He's like
1: – My wife? <laughs> he's
0: like, well, it looks like your wife put it in, but it, she put it in as va-go.
1: Did you try and, like, freaking, like, yeah, use I was like, oh, that's, Yeah, I was like, oh, that's
0: weird. Why would she do that? I'm like <laughs> –
1: John. Now he's gonna ever if he meets me, this radio announcer, he's gonna think oh, I'm he, stupid.
0: Oh, for sure. And he's just like, uh, you know, her phone number is one two three four five six seven. <laughs> I didn't want to put it. Keep putting all of her info. Why did
1: not you just put fake real people?
0: I did. I just. It's. I'm literally crying like I'm eating your spicy chicken. <laughs> it was so. It was just so funny now because I'm like. I'm like, yeah, that is weird. You're I'm like, just, I'm like just, cancel I'm just, just cancel that. I'm just cancel that. He's like, okay, what's your real name and everything? Oh, brother! And then he, but then I got redemption because he's like, okay, what's he asked? What your jobs are, where you work? I told yeah. him where you work. He's like, oh, it's very impressive.
1: See, <laughs>
0: So, anyways, I learned a lot because it's like, if lumberyard. you guys are, what is lumberyard?
1: That's where I work. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you Dexter at the end of the exactly. season? Exactly. So, if you guys.
1: Shipping box.
0: You don't have to throw that mic just a, just a little Shipping, bit.
1: Shipping, dock.
2: <laughs>
1: fuck. Okay.
2: Fuck.
0: You ever do that thing where you're a kid, you pull your mouth apart and say truck, but it comes out fuck? You're like, I'm not swearing. I'm saying truck. Fuck. <laughs> ah. Fuck. That's
2: what you get. Just bash my
0: goddamn arm. <laughs> so anyways, here's a tip. If you guys need to get car insurance, mm-hmm. make sure you have a VIN number.
1: What's a VIN number?
0: And a VIN number is about twenty numbers and one or two letters. Is and that your driver's license number? No, VIN number basically it's your car license number. Basically, like your VIN number. He. So this if, is
1: your dad's number. Then we inherited. No, no that this number. is this is
0: the car. So if I type, if I give you my VIN number, he typed it in. He'd be like, oh, it's a twenty fourteen Hyundai or launch. So or that's if the-
1: like the police are looking for a car. Yeah. If, they have
0: that if, if my car if our car is stolen give the VIN number they'll know the make the yeah. model the where do year. I
1: find a VIN number
0: uh, I have it in the paperwork it's not oh, it, it's, man. it might it actually would be in our car insurance as well okay But anyway, he needed that to know the make and model and stuff. And like, I didn't know that he would need this. So initially he's like, Mm -hmm. where's your, I need a VIN number. I was like, well, what is that? He's like, it should be on the car registration that Mm -hmm. you have. So luckily I had that, Mm -hmm. but it took me like 10 minutes to find it. But then I, so I found it. So that's just a tip. Know your VIN number. So when I called TD and the lady's like, what's your VIN number? I'm like, it's already on my phone. I got it right here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I called that guy and he initially, he's like, okay, so here's the thing. I can give you a quote on car insurance, but if you get renter's insurance, everything bundled brings the price down. And initially, I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Like, like we're renting. Like, what do I care? But he's like, okay, well, here's a story. This is a story from someone else. She's like, these people moved into a house, had renter's insurance. There was a thunderstorm. A tree uh, got hit by lightning, fell over, broke their house.
1: Oh, my
2: God. And
0: she's like, they're on the streets. They have nowhere to go. Nothing like for like 20 bucks a month insurance. Yeah. They would have uh, had a place to stay. Yeah. They would have clothes given all this stuff. So the guy's like, you know, renter's insurance is going to be like, I think it's like 100, like 150 bucks for the year. It's like 20 bucks a month. So he's like, oh, this is something you should do. And it'll bring down your car insurance, all this stuff. like, okay, great. Well, it's just a quote. Let's give give me the quote with home insurance, give me the quote without it, and I'll figure this out, right? He's like, okay, now, and this is the kind of guy he was. He was definitely a nice guy. He's like, okay, well, here's a question I have for you. Take your apartment, flip it on its uh, on top of itself, upside down. All your stuff falls out. Give me the price you think of everything that's in your apartment. And then he's like...
1: After it's depreciated. No, no, no. Okay, like, so it's like as if every, you just bought it.
0: No, every He wants to know... How much... What, is the value? Stuff we own. Yeah. No, yeah. Not even the value of our apartment. Because I told him the to rent. He's like... The value of stuff the inside. The content inside your apartment. And so this is the kind of guy he was. Take it for what it was. He's like... Okay. Now just remember your wife has lots of shoes.
1: But I don't. Your
0: wife has lots of jewelry. But no, I, I... I know. Yeah. But he's, he's just making assumptions yeah, of women. Yeah, he's yeah. like... Your wife has lots of clothes. Mm-hmm. I was like... I know. And she spells her name Vago. <laughs> so I was just thinking... I'm like... Okay. Uh... I was like, I'm like, oh, this is a great question. I didn't think of it. So I was like, just give me a second. I was like, you know, we got a couple TVs, a couple couches, a couple instruments, a couple computers. Uh, I'd say a total value of everything in our apartment.
1: Oh, I remember yeah. this. And I'm uh, like, are you cracked?
0: So I was like, I'm going to say $17,000. And he just like starts laughing. I was yeah. like, is that really high? Is it probably less, right? He's like, no, that's really low. He's like, again, remember, that's when he said your wife has lots of shoes. Yeah. You probably, he's like, do you have. Um. We have
1: two Macs right now.
0: So I was like, okay, what's what's the average you would say? And the yeah. guy's like probably closer to 50,000. He's like, all right, fuck it, 60,000. Yeah. So go, like, okay, that's better. Mm-hmm. But so then again, when I called TD, when I called Aviva and they mm-hmm. asked me these, they asked the exact same yeah. questions. So if you guys are looking for home or renter's insurance beforehand, know what you think the value of all your shit is. Yeah. So then when I called those people, I was like, yeah, $50,000, 60000 whatever. So anyway, I talked to that guy. And then he's like, uh, he was trying to figure out, again, he's like, you get a discount if you've had insurance before. I was like, well, we were secondary drivers for our parents. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, great. But then this is where it got complicated. He's like, oh, what the fuck was it called? He asked me to get something specific from your dad and from my dad. Yeah. Uh, proof of insurance or something yeah. like that. And then... It's just like, it was this whole mess of... Because.
1: Just, it had been so long that we had been secondary drivers on our parents' insurance. Yeah. So getting that information was just hard to
2: come by, right? But
0: then when I talked to my dad and he talked to his insurance people, they said, no, you don't need proof of insurance because if you do this thing, there's a certain database that this guy will get. Long story short, the guy from Bel Air Direct called me five more times later on. I just never picked up because oh, I, no. I wasn't going with them because then we talked to Aviva. Yeah. And Aviva had the lowest rate and rate for everything Mm -hmm. and guess what my folks were with aviva your folks with aviva so they kind of were they were just the lady was just like okay she's like yeah i can kind of see your your previous stuff she's Mm -hmm. like it's fine whatever don't worry
1: so the weird thing is and i don't know if you have this but like obviously like you do our taxes and everything but like from a brand standpoint only since we took on this like car insurance thing or you did yeah. and now it's like it's a thing we have to think about am I seeing like all these insurance like <laughs> billboards everywhere it's like the entirety of Union Station is currently wrapped in Beller Direct Yeah. branding so is the TTC yeah interesting. then it within King Street Subway Station there's all these Aviva posters because really? apparently where they hold the Rogers Cup is the Aviva Center
0: interesting right
1: so I'm like oh shit I thought Aviva was just more like like, Viva Davida Loca kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't think it was, like, against the
0: Viva Loca. Exactly. So next step was, okay, great, we decided to go with the Viva. I said start our insurance, you know, uh, August 1st because mm-hmm. we were going to try and plan to get the car from my dad. Mm-hmm. Next step was, and this is something for people who know, is if you are getting a car from a family member and they are gifting it to you, which is what my folks are doing, they can't just give you the car. Like, I remember talking to someone at work Four years ago being like, oh, you know, one day so she might give us her car. I'm like, that's great. Just give us the keys, right? And then she was like, no, you know what? Because I've gotten cars from my family before. You actually have to go to a service Ontario and paperwork has to be done. It's like
2: notarized.
0: And at first I was like, well, that seems weird. I'm like, can't they just give you the car and be like, you know, you have, have to the-
1: transfer the paperwork.
0: I know, but I thought transfer the paperwork was just give me the paperwork. Ow. So anyway, so again, my dad's like, if you want the, again, because they are so great. You're getting the car. He's like, okay, this is yeah. what we have to do. He's like, he actually did a lot of research. He's like, we have to get a notarized person to say that we are indeed father and son saying that this is a gift. Mm -hmm. And then we have to go to Service Ontario and exchange the license plate, all this paperwork. But the first thing we have to do is we have to be together to get this thing, this paperwork notarized. So first I was like, okay, well, I'll come to Ottawa and do it with you. And then maybe I'll bring the car back. But then my folks were like, well, how about me and your mom and your sister and, and Maddox nephew will come down to Toronto and we can see you guys and we do mm-hmm. everything in Toronto. So he's like, if you find a place, he's like, and what someone told us that you can actually, they have notaries in some service Ontario's. So he's like, find out one that has it. We'll do all this together. So that was, again, was another process was finding out which service Ontario has yeah. notaries. I found out their main location does. And then we also had to fill out paperwork for transferring the license, played over all this stuff. And, my dad filled out paperwork I filled out paperwork we had like six copies of the same paperwork yeah but I will say actually doing it takes once you're at the service Ontario Ontario if you have the proper paperwork it takes about 15 minutes to do which is great so that stuff was easy and so I mean the process was interesting I do feel like I learned a lot about car insurance and like even.
1: and and I'm also like equally glad you did this because it's like much like you do our taxes like I feel like This is your strong suit. Like, I just don't have. I've never done this stuff. I don't have, like, the mental capacity for this kind Uh, of stuff. It was
0: definitely draining just dealing with all the insurances. I could show you my notes of just like, I have so many quotes and numbers of like, here's a quote for just car insurance. Here's a quote for home insurance. Here's a quote of all this shit. So I'm super happy it's over, but there's little things we have to remember. Like, every year you have, or every year or two years, you have to re renew your license plate which is why they have stickers on the back yeah and it's for your birthday so every may we have to renew it which costs whatever fucking dollars
1: yeah it's like 75 dollars i think
0: but then i go to our fucking i don't know why i'm swearing so much right now, now you're
1: angry i go
0: to our stupid property building management and i ask hey oh, guys man. can i get us a parking spot for the month yeah they're like sure just come in fill out the paperwork so i go in and I'm like, okay, I'm here to get a spot. They're like, sure, here it is. Here's your tag. You hang it up there. It's Which spot. is also
1: like a pretty ghetto tag. Just saying. Yeah, it almost broke. They could, yeah, they could have made that plastic.
0: So I'll just bitch them out real quick because I don't even want to give them the time of day. A uh, few things about them. So we get the spot, and we have our parking spot for about six, seven days before we actually get the car. Spot is empty as it should because it's assigned parking. The very day that my dad gives us his car, <laughs> we've completed the paperwork. We drive into the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Seven days previous, every day it's been free. What fucking car is parked in our spot? What
1: the fuck is happening?
0: So I call up the building management and I say, hey, this car is parked in. I have their license plate. I have their their tag for their thing. They're supposed to be in spot 115. They're in spot 63. This is, goes
1: exactly back to reading concert tickets or seats on an airplane.
0: And the person I talked to is like, well, so I was like, can you contact them? Can you tell them yeah. to the move? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to where am I supposed to yeah. park? Person's like, Well, I can try and call, but if they don't pick up, they don't pick up. I was like, Well then What kind of
1: system do you run here?
0: So anyway And it's also
1: like how did you not read your tag?
0: Yeah, so exactly. So whatever, that got dealt with. And then we're talking to our friend Matt, who also has a car parking spot. Yeah. And we're on P one or B one. We're on B one, there's B one, B two. If you're exiting exiting B two, you go up a ramp. And you obviously have to swipe to leave the garage.
1: The swipe is on the driver's side.
0: If you're coming up through B2. If you're on B1, there's, like nowhere, there's nowhere on the driver's side for you to swipe to get out of the garage. You have to physically get out of your car, walk around, and hit a thing. Well, do we not talk to Matt? And he's just like, well, don't you have a clicker, or garage clicker? I was like, no. He's like, they gave us a garage clicker just to, so we never have to get out or swipe.
2: Which
1: like so fucked up. Like I can never tell sometimes that these people just want us to leave so they can charge more for our <laughs>
0: probably
1: our apartment. We're paying so, so they just less like rent. aggravate us. Like
0: so now I have to, I have to remember to do that tomorrow. let's be like, where's our clicker? And I, I
1: yeah,
0: I'm like we pay for our parking spot every month.
1: That's the thing though. It's like shouldn't this be just part of the process? Exactly. Like reading is just part of the process. Like, I don't know. So, anyways. bet you a homeless person has a clicker.
0: So, (laughs) Anyways, since we've had the car for, like, three weeks now, it's been a game changer. It definitely has. We've already done a road trip to Ottawa. We visited friends from Mississauga to Oakville to Scarborough. We did a bunch of wedding planning. Like, we'll talk about that stuff later on, but it's been a godsend. It's definitely
1: been a godsend, and I will say, like, even for things like bringing up, like, heavier groceries and stuff, even though we have to, like... Walk around like it's not far by any means but we still like we can park it parking in our building not having to walk from a parking lot in the rain potentially with stuff or like drop it off and then bring it upstairs and have John or myself go back and drop off the car like just from like an effectiveness seamless standpoint it's definitely been really good to be this efficient. I think
0: that was a pretty good podcast. I, I know. We're, we, we're just about at it now. The so. weird thing is, is that there's what? still
1: like sneak attacks, all this fun stuff happening on the next podcast, which I almost think we can condense and then have it tee off into the travel podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly. We can do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Next
1: time on Live at 6. I
0: got a way to say, hold oh, on. Oh, boy. When I point to you.
1: Yeah. Next time on Live at 605, let me ask you this. Who actually travels in four different cities in the span of 72 hours? International travel.
0: You're supposed to say, who does all that next time on Live at
1: 605? Thank you. 17
0: seasons. Ah! I'm leaving that how that is, so it's going to seem so jumble mumble. No, so is your
1: face. So
0: So, since you, I like having you have.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: So why don't you, here, you you get to pick the band of the week and everything. So
1: the band of the week um, and song of the week is obviously from... Hill. No, it's from Father John Misty because we obviously went to see the show and he put out a new album in 2018. So, well, let's just see one second. So this is from his album, Father John Misty, called God's Favorite Customer, Um, Obviously, we're still Team Fleet Foxes, but the song that we're going to use is called Hangout at the Gallows by Father John Misty. Um, Very fun summer, end of the summer kind of song.
0: So why don't we get into it? This is Father John Misty's Mm -hmm. I'm Alone at the Gallows.
1: Hangout at the Gallows.
0: So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live 605. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. And on Twitter, I will be live tweeting the King of the Road season finale mm-hmm. coming up. I do to give out your contact information.
1: <laughs> if you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, it's Val Gomez 23 on both Instagram and Twitter.
0: So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John.
1: I am Val. Be easy.
2: One trillion dollars. One trillion dollars. John Mallon